Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. I want to be teaching on fasting. Because tomorrow we start our fasting. Is it a good idea? Is it not a good idea? Join the fasting. You know what is going to happen to you when we start fasting? You will, say, you will begin to feel like you're about to die. You won't die, don't worry. Suddenly you'll be seeing stars. I'm about to die. I'm about to die. You won't die, okay? Listen! Peradventure, you are not aware. Muslims fast every year. How many times? Twice. Buddhists fast. Hindus fast. We who have the scriptures, why do we leave it? Some of us here, you don't, unless church calls fast, you fast. And uh, I like my food, you know. (laughs) I like my food, you know. (laughs) I like my food, you know. Fasting is not just putting food away. Fasting is engaging in a spiritual exercise to take authority. So I'm trying to tell somebody, until you begin to change the game, change the, 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 where the battle is going, you are like, nothing is likely to change. Guess what? Moses fasted. Exodus chapter, sorry, um, Deuteronomy, yeah, Exodus 34, verse 28. Moses fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. He, need, he, he neither ate bread nor drank water, and he wrote the commandment. Moses fasted. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9. He fasted 40 days, 40 nights. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 10. He was fasting. Moses fasted. I'll say the text again. The first one was Exodus chapter 34, verse 28. The second one was Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9, 9, verse 11, 9, verse 18, 9, verse 25, and then 10, verse 10. Moses fasted. Esther fasted. Esther chapter 4, verse 14. So verse 16, I'm sorry. Esther 4, 16. Esther fasted. And it turned back the evil hand that was about. Hitler was trying to strike at that time. The spirit behind Hitler came at a stronger time in the time of Esther. It was, they were going to wipe out all Jews. Yeah, it's a Hamanic spirit. It took fasting, even though Esther was a queen. It was a fasting that brought the victory, not not her kingdom. <laughs> not her royalty. It wasn't her royalty, but it was her fasting. So Esther said, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days. Only three days. My maidens and I will fast likewise and I will go to the king, which is against the law. After the fasting, I will take a step. And that changed the clock. Mm. The tides turned suddenly in their favor. Mm. Because Esther, 
Esther. So Moses fasted for 40 days. Esther fasted for three days. Elijah fasted. Mm. Elijah fasted. Yeah. 40 days. First Kings chapter 19, verse 8. Elijah fasted. Daniel, our favorite man. Daniel fasted for 21 days. 21 days. He was fasting. Most of the prophets we saw, they, they, they fasted. And then coming to the New Testament, Jesus the Lord himself, can you imagine? When God came down as a human being, he fasted. You, who are just a human being. <laughs> so think about it. What I'm trying to help people to get is, let's become spiritual and not just religious or moral. It's good to be moral, religious I think is not necessary. It's good to be moral, but it's better to be spiritual. Spiritual. Some of you, your work colleagues will ask you, something has changed about you. Some of us, we look like we are just the same as everybody. Mm. No. We are spiritual mercenaries, yeah. spiritual commandos. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Marine, spiritual marines. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are spiritual commandos. Yeah, right. In normal shoes, so you know. You know, when the prime minister is going somewhere, sometimes the top, top, top security officers, they are terrible guys, but you never know. Because they are yeah. simple, they are simple clothes. Yeah, I also look like, I look like one. Yes, 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 you are one. I'm one. Simple in normal suits, but spiritually very terrible. Spiritually very terrible. And, you know, my range is the archbishop and those guys. Those are the people that I saw. It's their, they are, I'm in their, that stock. You know, we are setting stock. It's like, you know, I hear that the mafia, they are different groupings, yes, yes, different yes. families. Yes. yes. There are many people who, who vow to pull down Christianity. They are all dead. Their graves and Christianity is still thriving because there are people who, who handle the tension by, the, by virtue of spiritual audacity. Yes. And I'm talking about you. Yeah. You have audacity, but you are not using it. Yeah. Wow. Jesus fasted. Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. Jesus fasted. Paul, Jesus fasted 40 days. Paul fasted 14 days, 10 days, 3 days. And Bible says, according to 1 Corinthians, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, he fasted often. 2 Corinthians 11, 27. In weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings how many times? Often. Paul fasted. The early church, the church, there was a certain man of God I know. I had, this is about 15 years ago. I attended a conference in UK. He was the convener. Big man of God. That's the first time I hear people who are spiritual, or when I say spiritual, like spiritual leaders who are saying, oh, we don't need fasting. Mm. I was shocked. I said, oh, fasting. fasting is this. People who just want to punish themselves. Christ has done. Grace has covered you. Wow. He, said, he said, I don't believe in fasting. Wow. And then we showed you. I remember I quoted. Paul said this scripture. But Paul said in fasting, so he said he didn't mean fasting, he meant he hasn't eaten. Uh, but he said before then that in hunger and in thirst, before he brought fasting. <laughs> fasting is an intentional abstinence from food. Yeah. It's not, 
accidental, it's intentional. So you decide to stay away from, from regular, regular, normal living. So what is your normal? You, you break that norm and to separate yourself and concentrate on in prayer for God to do something. So most times, fasting is not just, oh, I'm just once in a while I want to fast. But we fast for something supernatural to happen in the natural. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to mention or uh, elaborate on that um, a little. But the early church fasted before they chose, they chose elders. In Acts chapter 14, verse 23, Bible says that they fasted. So when they had appointed elders in the every church, they prayed with fasting. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 17, from verse 8, this is a very lovely story, and I think I would want us all to read it in unison from the screen. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Is that okay? Yes, sir. All right. Shall we all go together? Let's go. The next one, let's keep going, yeah. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow, I will stand on the top of the hill in the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him. And Mo- Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Aaron went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he left out his hand, that Amalek prevailed. Verse 15. Verse 15. And Moses built called on the name. The Lord is my banner. It's okay. So the Lord is my banner. When you translate other translations, it says Jehovah Nisi. But look at verse 13. What happened in verse 13? Verse 13. Let's read it. You, if you are just a rationalist, mm. or you may call yourself a pragmatist, mm. uh, or an existentialist, mm. you stand at the valley and just look at what is going on and say, oh, Joshua is a good fighter. Mm. And you'll be admiring the way Joshua will wield the sword. You know, I like Chinese films. I used to like it. Oh, Chinese film, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Chinese film. Someone can run on the wall. <laughs> I try. When I was a boy, I tried. I tried. I tried to be a Chinese hero. I was injured because I wanted to. We were playing, but I was fighting about four of my friends together. Because I've been watching Chinese movies, so. You know, there's a way they will hit this one and then kick this one. 
And then by the time they hit this one, they hold this one and hit their heads together. And they use their leg to hit this one. <laughs> so if you are in the valley, you think that Joshua has got good fighting skills. But the victory was not because of his fighting skills. No. Look at the text again. Verse 13. Verse 13. So Joshua defeated Amalek. Before you conclude this, he didn't leave us in question how he defeated. Verse 11. Moses first of all told Joshua, go down and fight. Me, I'm going up the mountain. And then he went up the mountain. He said, fight. See, that's why you can't only be fasting and expecting everything to change. Mm. When you finish fasting, apply for a job. Get up and go to work. Don't say I fasted. Sister, when you finish fasting, bathe. Put on some nice stuff so that your potential husband will be attracted. (laughs) (laughs) Say, when you finish fasting, Learn how to speak to ladies. Don't, don't go to a, a woman and say, hello, how are you? Even you, what's your name? <laughs> Let's go to Amalek. Let's go to Amalek. Let's go to... <laughs> so, so watch this. More, look at verse 11, chapter, Exodus chapter 17, verse 11. That's the, that is the key defining moment. See, what happened? Uh, I think we should try this thing. Aaron and Air, come, please. Okay, okay. I want just to. Um, okay, come. The two of you should come. Yeah, the three of you come quickly. Stand here, please. Go up. Can you climb? Are you sure? Say, can you climb? Okay. Bring me a chair quickly. Yeah, this one looks like Amalek. <laughs> no, no. And okay, you are Joshua. Joshua is going to fight Amalek. So these are the Amalekites. Okay, so they are fighting. So, and I am Moses. Moses said, Josh, these guys are coming to fight. I can I have one more Amalekite? Uh, you, you look like you look, an Amalekite captain. <laughs> if you look at this, it's likely Joshua is going to lose. Moses, we should have gone down. Moses said, let's go and fast. So Moses went on the top of the mountain and then lifted, so fight. So keep your eye, anytime, wait, we are acting, okay? I know some of you, some of you may take advantage. We are fine, we are acting. So, behave like you are fasting, but you are fighting, but when you see my hands down, start to lose and start to win, okay? All right. So my hands are up. Now they are losing. <laughs> then my hands are down. <laughs> my hands are up. So, so they realize the correlation between Moses' hand up and Joshua winning. But how long will you be able to keep your hand up? So that's why Aaron and Er, it got to a time Moses was tired. So what did they do? They put a rock so Moses to sit down. And the hand stayed up. 
Finish them. All of you fall. Please clap for them. These are good actors. Thank you. Did you see that natural results was being provoked by supernatural activity? Don't let people just explain your victories away. They may attempt to do it, but you know there is a, a spiritual activity going on. That's what fasting is like. Listen, as we start 2019, why don't you get into the spirits? Declarations are good, but it is not ultimate. You yourself buckle down. Because fasting is bringing the supernatural hand in, into natural matters. Some of you, they make a, your enemies make a mistake and they bring a court case, a court case, case against you. They will lose hands down. Amen. Why? Because you have engaged in some spiritual battle. Daniel, I was telling you about Daniel earlier. Daniel realized that no, captivity must end. But it wasn't ending. So he began to fast. He fasted first day, second day, third day, fourth day. Let's look at Daniel chapter 10. From verse 2. Thank you, Jesus. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. See, see the word mourning. Let's all say mourning. It wasn't that he was mourning his father who was dead or something, but he puts himself in an uncomfortable state. How many of you agree with me that fasting can sometimes, no, most times and all the times be very uncomfortable? Yeah. Fasting can be very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Daniel put himself in a state. All right, let's read from verse 3 together. Let's go. Verse 3. I ate no no meat or wine came into my mouth. Watch this. For three. Now listen to this. I want you to take notice of the word pleasant. All right, say pleasant. pleasant. Say pleasant. pleasant. In other words, something that brings you, brings you ple- pleasure. I denied myself what was supposed to bring me pleasure because I was trying to get pleasure with God. At the end of the fasting, an angel appeared. Look at verse 12 before I call my time. Look at verse 12. Verse 12. Then he said, Daniel, do not fear, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, that's the fasting, your words were heard, and I have come because of your... Go to the next verse, verse 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. See, the kingdom had a certain prince in the air. Even though Darius was the king, he was a figurehead. He was a puppet. The problem was in the air. He said, the, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. So Daniel was fasting for 21 days. Can you imagine if he had stopped on the 20th day? This is an angel who appeared to him. And you know what happened? 21 days. And behold, Michael. Michael was an archangel. So a senior angel had to be dispatched from heaven to come and free. So uh, behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, in other words, the archangel, okay, came to help me. 
for I had been left alone there with the, the kings of Persia. The prince of the powers were fighting this angel, and the angel was bringing the answer, but he couldn't come down. In the heavenlies, there was blockade. Why? Because the prince of Persia, who was governing what was happening within the territory of Persia, said, we will not allow you to change the matters there. So, but Daniel continued praying, and guess what? An archangel was sent, mm. reinforcement to release the angel to bring the solution. Listen, may God dispatch angels to help Amen. you. Listen, Thank this you. fasting will release stronger angels on you. That's why I know that some of you, let anybody say what they will say. You, if you are on a train and there is a bomb on the train, because of you, an angel will go and hold the bomb. what I'm saying. These things are real. Yes. These things are real. Yes. Yes. Angels on assignment. Yes. But Bible says that when Daniel fasted, an angel was sent That's right. to bring the answer. Let's read from verse 4. Daniel chapter 10. Let's read it out quickly, please. What brought him pleasure found pleasure with God. Because of that activity, he gave up what brought him pleasure and moved himself into the pleasure of God. An angel said, you are greatly beloved. God has pleasure in you. That's what fasting can do for you. That's what fasting can do for you. I heard a story that was told about some American church, certain church in America. They, they were fasting and praying. I think a big nightclub was open next door to them. Mm-hmm. And there was so much noise and people were getting drunk, lives were being messed up in the church. <laughs> and, and, and the church, the church was praying, so the church started praying that God, we shut this, light, uh, this um, nightclub, we shut the club down. In the night, the club, in the day, a lot of messages were happening, drugs. So they started praying against it. And they, the club was making money. Mm. 
So they started praying, they prayed, they started fasting and praying, and guess what? One day, a lightning bolt struck the, um, the club and bent it down, everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, the owners knew that these church people were praying. So do you know what they did? They sued the church. Oh, oh. Yeah. They sued the church. They, take it to, they took it to court. And it became a big court case that the church have destroyed their, their building. And so the judge said, the judge said, okay, you have, you have been accused of destroying the place because you've prayed about it and fasted. The church said, we didn't do it. They said, but you did it. And then the club owner said, no, they did it because they prayed and fasted. The church didn't do it. So the judge now came to a conclusion and he said that this is the most bizarre case I've seen. A church that doesn't believe in the power of prayer and a nightclub owner who believes in the power of prayer. God, they said our prayers didn't do it. But the guy, all believers said, no, your prayers did it. They were praying, but they didn't believe in the power of their prayer. Someone shout, there is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. Say it again, there is power in prayer. Before I go any further, some of you get so worried about things you have not prayed about. Start to pray about some stuff, please. If there's tension in your house, don't go. Hey, you see, please, please, for goodness sake. Most, most of those kind of aggression does not bring solution. And secondly, secondly possibly the source of what you are trying to fix with your aggression, the source is spiritual. Yeah. Especially families, husbands and wives. Are you listening? Listen to me, please. Some of you, wives, husbands, the way tension never ceases in your house, try and do an inventory. Start thinking about your father. Check how it went for your father. If you notice a trend, stop fighting recklessly. Change the angle you are fighting from. Because you can see the trend. You can see the trend. The same thing that happened to your father has, has now arrived at your doorsteps. Sister, deal with what is happening. Don't just rationalize things away. Talk where you can talk, but go and pray before you attempt to talk. Is somebody get to know what I'm saying? Pray. My darling, is it not ironical that people say they are Christians but they don't pray? What kind of Christian is this? Who is not praying and engaging God in your matter? Oh, I have a problem with the, the so-called pastors, so-called church leaders who have made themselves Spiritual gurus. Mm. So you don't pray. I might pray, I'll pray and everything. No, it's not Christianity. Yeah. It's not Christianity. It's all this. And it's very common in a lot of places. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's, I'm a responsible spiritual life. Yeah. The person who has promised, how many of you have told people you pray for them before? <laughs> so many times. So many times. <laughs> 
how many of you promised to pray for some people and you forgot oh, to pray for them? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> somebody said, K group leaders. <laughs> Now, <laughs> we said, brother, don't worry, we are standing with you. We are standing in prayer. We are standing. <laughs> we finish. We go and eat. We actually forgot you are in trouble. It's not because we don't care, but it's, it's human nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you outsource your prayers, yeah. <laughs> you'll be in trouble. And as a pastor, it's not every time. Now I understand spiritual things in a certain sense. So, when, like Emmanuel, I tell you, I'm praying for you. That, as a pastor, because I've uttered it, I've prayed for you. Yeah. It's not every time I'll be on my knees, Emmanuel, because I can't mention it. <laughs> you understand? And my prayers, I pray for the church. Yeah. I pray for the members. You are part of the members. Yes. That's why you must be part of a church. Yes. Because maybe no one has taken on to be praying for you. And when we say, I pray for the church members, are you a member? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is you must learn how to, in spite of the fact that we are praying for the members, you must learn how to pray for yourself as well. And this, from tomorrow, we are starting our 21 days fasting. That should make you clap. Quickly, let me just give you uh, one or two points about what the fasting will do for you. One or two points, quickly. Are you interested in knowing that? Or I think I should do it tomorrow when we come for service. Number one, fasting will help to subdue the flesh. Subdue. It will, it will subdue the flesh because you are too active. Yes. You are too active. When you are fasting, you know you don't have a lot of energy and time to go and quarrel. Yes. yes. have a lot of time and energy. When you are fasting, you don't have energy for a lot of things. A lot of things. I know many brothers who, when they are fasting, even to watch Pono, it's too much work. It's too much work. Do I have a witness? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking you a question. Why are you making me like a liar? <laughs> All right, so fasting subdues the flesh. It helps to subdue your flesh. There are sometimes you have all these strong desires in your flesh and things you want to do. You want taste and the appetite. It has the way of breaking, subduing the appetite. Number two, fasting... I like, the, I like the number second point so much. It's, it helps you to unplug or disconnect. I want to ask someone, I want to really bring it to somebody's attention. Try not to be wasting your time on social media, unless you are a social media professional or it's part of your job. 
Because of that, I'm going to give some instructions. Most of our postings on Facebook must be restricted, limited to the barest minimum just for information. So you don't go on Facebook and say, oh, I'm just checking the pictures of church. <laughs> Some of you believe God to be off Facebook for this fasting period. Some of you believe God to be off certain TV programs. I heard Bishop Oedipo say this morning, because they are also starting their own. Mm. He said you are fasting and no, no more TV programs you keep watching. Mm. <laughs> Why? You are fasting. Mm. It's a season of fasting. Unplug from some things and then focus on, on the things of God. Unplug. Yes. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, this is that time, the year has started. It, it, it's not a sin. I had uh, one guy called, I forgot, he's American, very good, see, very good, responsible guy. He, he said, when he's fasting, he doesn't go to movies. He doesn't go to movies. And I realized, like, wow, some of us are quite extreme. Because me, I not even go. I won't watch Christian movie in my house, mm. even when I'm not fasting. Not because movies are a sin, mm. but because of the issues we are dealing with in London. That's right. I can't believe in a normal life. Mm. I can't believe in a normal life. So, mm. please, for goodness sake, some of you young people, Instagram, Snapchat. Every day, when you're about to break your foot, you have to take the picture and first break, take the picture and put it on. Yeah, time, time to break. Then you snap time. But all those things, you know, the reason is not because time to break another, but the point is that please unplug from some regular, regular, normal things, every, everything that is normal and regular, apart from your job, mm. everything that is normal and regular, unplug. In fact, listen to, ah, this is interesting. Mm. The early church, Paul said that husbands and wives must come together very often. I hope you understand what I mean. Behind yes, yes, yes. closed doors. Said hi, wives, husbands and wives must come together very often. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5. Yeah. Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time. So consent is important anyway. With consent for how long? A time that you may give yourselves to what? Fasting and prayer. So that tells you that. The nature of fasting and prayer is such that when you want to fast and pray, sometimes you, must, you have to unplug from regular, normal life activities to the extent that even the marriage bed is saying that that is the only time it is allowed for husbands and wives not to be coming together. It, no, watch this. It didn't say when you are fasting, you are not permitted to come together. It's based on your own strength. Okay, but... He didn't say we don't come together. So tell someone, unplug. unplug. It's necessary. One of the th things that happen is fasting helps you to unplug. Yeah. Places you go to eat, you can't be going regularly. Lunchtime, yeah. you can't be hanging around because yeah. you are fasting. You, are, you change your approach just for a season. Mm. So you can focus on some spiritual things to gain spiritual advantage mm. in your natural affairs. Yeah. Okay, so it's some of us are so plugged in 
unplugging is so hard. Take advantage of the fasting. Disconnect. And then it's not only disconnect, because if you disconnect without doing anything, just apart from disconnection, you may be disadvantaged. So you have to disconnect in order to connect. So watch, this is what I mean. Disconnect from a lot of things that are really not essential for your life. Disconnect from it and connect to the essential things of God. Most of us here, your life, you just live a normal life, possibly. Would you be able to unplug to live a certain life that is not your norm? just for spiritual things. So maybe if you are not, if your job, if your trade is not working with music, for instance, if it's your trade, you work with music, or you, there's a lady here, I think so, your employment, her employment, she has to be on social media to check about, check a few things to, for their company. So that's different. That's not just for pleasure. That's a job. You know, so if it's your job, it's different. But if that's not your job, this 21 days, I want to encourage you, try and unplug from some things. And instead of playing music, ordinary music in your car, why don't you start playing preaching messages in your car? Start playing some serious Christian songs that will lift your spirits. When you come back home, the regular chats you'll be doing on phone with some of your friends and cousins, these times you go into your Bible and start reading, go on YouTube and start listening to preaching messages. So it, you have to create an, a godly atmosphere. Yeah. So that's the third point. So second point is unplug or disconnect. And then third point is to connect. First point is subdue the flesh. Second point, disconnect. Third point, connect. Fourth point, when, when, you, when, when you are fasting, this is a very important, it gives you opportunity to express, watch this, this is very important. It gives you opportunity to express your dependence on God. Fasting, you are making a statement like Moses was sitting on the top of the mountain and lifted his hands. Why? Because he is trying to say that the victory in this battle is dependent by dependent on God. So when you're fasting, you are making a statement that God, I know my business for it to do well, it will take you. For this year to work well, it will take you. So it's an expression of, of, uh, of dependence on God. Number, f- number five, it's an expression of desperation. God, I need you to do something for me. I need something to happen. I need something to happen. So, sister, begin to fast and believe God for your marriage. Believe God for your marriage. Believe God for your child. Believe God for the situation, for financial situation. Believe God for that business. Believe God. It's like, God, I'm desperately in need of your help. You don't fast without expectation. Fast with an expectation that God do something. That's what will make, that's what makes us pray. So it's not just fasting, but it's, it's called fasting and prayer. In the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus said, some of this, this kind of situation you are dealing with does not go. He said, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. For some things to be taken, tackled, it will take prayer and fasting. What's the, the next point, number one? Number six, it, 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 it helps you to express your willingness to God. You know, it's not something you readily do. 
but you know that I want to cut from some things and be plugged more into God. I'm willing to do. I'm willing to obey. It's a way of saying, God, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I will. Yes, Lord, I will. Am I communicating something to somebody? Somebody say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And then number, the last point is, oh, I like the last point. When you fast, it helps you to refocus. A new year has started. Why don't you refocus on the important and key things in your life? Refocus. Refocus. Sometimes when... <laughs> this is a good point. How many of you agree with me that most of the time, a lot of things of God in your life are blurry? Yes. You are not sure what's going on, and you really don't have too much time for God. You are reading your Bible, you sleep, and really, it's just, a lot of things are blurry. But when you are fasting, it helps you to refocus on God and the important things in your life. Refocusing. Isaiah chapter 58 tells us at least three things that will happen to you when you fast, that God will do when you fast. Number one, Isaiah 53, sorry, I'm sorry, 58 verse 8. Isaiah 58 verse 8. When, this, is the, this is the Old Testament scripture for fasting, okay. especially Isaiah. It's the whole text is about fasting, powerful fasting. But then he said, when you fast and do the right fast, fasting the right way, what happens then? Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth. When you fast, listen, God said your healing shall spring forth. Yeah. The healing on your, of your finances, the healing of your family, the healing of your body, the healing of your, of, of your marriage, the healing of the situation. I'm telling you, if you fast, believe God that the healing will spring forth. Yeah. Then shall your healing spring forth. Number two, number two, he says that, it, your, I like the way it will spring forth. How is it going to spring forth? Easy. How is it going to spring forth? Easy. I can't hear you. How is it going to spring forth? Say, my healing shall spring forth speedily. speedily. Do you know what I'm believing? I believe, no, I'm believing. I believe it will happen that by next Sunday, some of you, it has, the solution has come so quickly. Within one week, within one week of your fasting, some testimonies will just spring forth for you. The, the bitter waters in your life must see healing. Quickly, number two point, I'm giving only three. Number two is Isaiah 58. Your healing shall spring forth fitly, and your righteousness shall go before you. Righteousness means right standing. Do you know why that gentleman got the pay rise? Because his righteousness went before him. His boss felt like you are doing things right. I like the way you are doing things. You have impressed me. So without you asking, without any board meeting, I am deciding. Mm. I'm, happy. I'm sure even if there was an executive council, he had to send it for that want us to promote this guy. Yes. Or give him a pay rise. Mm. The guy said he's gotten all the pay rise he knows he could get. So it, but his righteousness, his righteousness went before him. His right standing. Things that are, you know, sometimes a guy is maybe interested in marriage with you, but He's confused. Yeah. He's thinking, is this the right woman? Hmm, I'm not sure. And the mother told her, hey, that girl, are you sure about her? 
See, but your righteousness will go ahead of you. His mother will call him and say, that lady is a good woman. Mm. Wow. wow. Yeah. The same company that told you, sorry, we are sorry to let you know we don't have any offer for you. They will call you to tell you that you are the best candidate and we are sorry we want you to have the offer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your righteousness, tell somebody, my righteousness will go before me. And then it says that the, the glory of the Lord shall be your regard. So as your righteousness is going before you, God is protecting your backside. To protect you behind. Enemies cannot attack from behind. But look at the next point. That's the last point. I want. Verse, verse um, 9. Then, oh, I like, let's all read it together. Let's go. Then he shall call, and the Lord will answer. He shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. He will away. All right, so let's read again. You shall call, and you, can, you shall cry. Let's read it out loud. Let's go loud. Then he shall call. Here I am. You will call and God will answer. In other words, in other words, supernatural help is coming. Amen. Supernatural help is coming. I want to encourage somebody. I don't know what may be going on in your life, but this 21 days of fasting we are about to engage in, plug into God and see if God will not send you help. Like Moses was praying in the, on the mountain and victory was showing up. Yeah. That's supernatural help. Hallelujah. It's about time. This question about, is this God you are following real? It's about time that question gets settled. It's about time God throws his weight about in your life. God does something to make a boost and say, see what I can do in your life. But these things don't just happen. They happen when someone in desperation, in dependence, with good will, unplugged from other things and plug into God for a time and seek the face of God, then God sends answers. I see your answers coming. Amen. Don't you agree with me that this is the best time to fast? Yes, yes, yes. Because 2019 is supposed to be your smiling years. Yeah. 2019 is supposed to start your many years of laughter. Amen. 2019 is supposed to be your most favorable year. Yes. And how are we going to get it actualized and realized? We are going to plug, unplug, and plug into God yeah. in prayer, in humility, Amen. and we are going to see the goodness of God. Amen. We thank God for using this servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Charis Ministries. Stay blessed.